This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI. It is Halloween season. And no matter how many times I tell you that horror movies scare me, you keep making me talk about them. Thankfully, I don't have to watch them. I can pawn those off to people like entertainment critic Michael McNeely. So before we talk to him for his review of The Black Phone, we've got a clip from the trailer. I'm going to give you some pre-description. A young boy finds himself in a dark, windowless room with a black phone ringing, and the locked door opens to show a horned, masked man standing in the doorway. He then tosses the boy a newspaper with the headline... Suburb rocked as another child goes missing. Let's check it out. Tell me your name. Taylor. I was really starting to like you, Finny. I almost let you go. All right, I'm feeling the chill, even though I haven't watched it and I'm already scared. Let's bring in Michael McNeely for his thoughts on this one. Hey, good morning, Michael. Good morning. Michael, we got a little taste in the trailer. I'm already shaking, but can you tell me a bit more about what The Black Phone is about? Yes. So the boy in the video clip is Philly. And he's just an ordinary average boy who goes to school and has to contend with bullies and has a somewhat alcoholic father at home. He also has a sister, but we'll talk about the sister in a minute. He's just an ordinary boy until he gets kidnapped by, believe it or not, a homicidal clown who has been nicknamed in the neighborhood as the Grabber, played by Ethan Hook. And so he needs to find a way to escape from this kidnapper. Otherwise, he's probably going to be dead very soon. So I think that's ultimately what you have to work with. The reason why the, the movie is called The Black Phone is because there is a black phone in that womb. It's not connected to anything. It's apparently not working, but it rings mysteriously. So why, why, how, how could it be winning? How could it be working? The genre of the kidnap thriller has been around forever. There are good ones, there are bad ones, and there are all kinds of machinations in between. What makes for a good kidnap thriller? I think, in my opinion... I want there to be an opportunity to fight back. Because if there's no opportunity to fight back, I'm just watching a snuff film. And I don't think those are very fun. Not that we should be saying, you know, people being kidnapped is fun. 
But this is the strange world of movies. Movies are fun to watch, even if people suffer in them. But ultimately, the people in the kidnap thriller should be able to give the kidnapper a one for their money. I, I note that this is different than a hostage kidnapping. This is just a straight-up kidnapping. There's no ransom. So it's up to the person to escape. We'll, we'll probably talk about hostage kidnappings another time with another film. Okay. I look forward to it. Michael, let's talk about the villain. You mentioned he was played by Ethan Hawke. What stood out to you? What did you make of his performance? Well, it's interesting because I've watched a few Ethan Hawke films over the, over the last few weeks. Um, I think Ethan Hawke is very convincing as a psychopath, even though he is masked even though you can't really see him for most of the film. Um, he really is evil in this film. He's really depraved and sadistic. And all the things you may or may not want in a kidnap. Um, it's not exactly clear whether or not he is a pedophile, but the film leaves that open for interpretation, which is probably better than than if it actually had an explicit uh, answer to that question. Um, so I think Ethan Hawke is playing against type. So he's not that guy from, you know, those romantic comedies with Julie Delpy or whatever those were. <laughs> Michael, as mentioned, this is a common trope or a common genre of film. What makes this film stand out? The victims, the victims make the film stand out. So, spoiler, mini-spoiler, because it's mentioned in the description, um, the, the victims who have died manage to use the black phone to contact, to contact Fetty. Also, I need to talk about the badass sister, because if we don't talk about the sister played by Madeline McGuire, we are doing this film a great disservice. She plays Gwen, and she is feisty. She can fight anybody and anything. She has a fight with the alcoholic father at the beginning that I was just cowering. Because I, I know that child actors have to deal with a lot of traumatic stuff. But Madeline just goes in there, and she does an uppercut. Well, I mean, I don't think she does an uppercut, but I think she gives it, she gives it her all. So it's ironic that Fiddy is the one that's being kidnapped, because if, if, um, if Gwen was kidnapped, Ethan Hunk would be dead in five seconds. <laughs> when it comes to satisfying storytelling, particularly in horror films or thriller films, it's that things get tied together. Does this film deliver? Yes. So all the victims give some advice. And it's important to think about the advice that they gave. And also to realize that they died. So maybe their advice is mistaken. But they're still trying their best to help Finney. And then there's, of course, the sister that I just talked about. She's alive. And she's also trying to help Finney as well. So there's a lot of people trying to help Finney at this time to escape. And so I think when you when you put in all the efforts, 
maybe something good happens, but I won't, uh, it won't be so easy as to give the ending. <laughs> That's right. Now with Dave Brown, it's a spoiler-free zone. Michael, you can spoil this for me, though, because it seems like if I'm reading between the lines that you kind of liked this movie, how would you rate it out of 10? Well, I would probably rate it a 10 out of 10. I, I believe that this film makes it into the nice Stephen King adjacent zone. Well, I mean, we did have a homicidal clown. We have a system with psychic powers. We have, um, we have coming of age stories. We have death of children. I mean, there's all the Stephen King things and new within missing is Stephen King himself. So, have at it. And Dave, I know you're a bit scared. I understand that. But I think if you're going to get kidnapped, this is a good preparation for that. <laughs> I don't know who would bother kidnapping me. It would be kind of a futile, futile cause. Michael, thank you for this. Happy Halloween. Have a great weekend. Yes, remember, trick or treat, but no tricks and just treats, please. Yeah, give me all the treats. That's Michael McNeely treating you to a review of The Black Phone, and you can find Michael in Kingston, Ontario, in case you want to kidnap him instead of me. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts.